Hello everyone, this is Flobo Boys, and you are listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Can you believe we're doing over 50 episodes of New Amsterdam Radio? I know that's kind of a small deal. You see, there's a lot of podcasts out there that do like hundreds of episodes, but this was a little project that could so much so that uh, I think I mentioned this in a couple episodes that when I first started, I didn't even uh, share it. I was just too embarrassed. To, to explain what this podcast was about. But you know what happened? Over time, I got more comfortable with doing it. Uh, there was a, a bit of a following. I won't say that I'm being stopped in streets and being forced to sign autographs, but there's more and more people who are tuning in. So I thank you so much for checking out the podcast and sharing with your friends and following me on social media. That's at Voice on Twitter, at Flobito on Instagram, and of course, Flobito.com. want to give a big shout out to last week's episode. Uh, the Leslie Cologne episode was actually one of the more well-received ones, but I feel like I have a guest here that I am excited to, to speak with for a whole different reason. See, we always talk about the project, talk about the thing you're working on, the thing, the, the, the art form, the stand-up comedy special, the, the novel. But not often do we talk about the person, the body, the instrument, the mind, the soul, all of that. Jamie Alexander is another fellow host and friend of mine that I've met through in my hosting gigs that really takes a holistic approach to understanding what success is and how can she attain that. It's not just about doing the work, although that's part of it. It's not all about setting yourself, although that's part of it. It's the mix of everything. And of course, being a good person, being a good global citizen can only add icing to the cake. So I have a quick interview with Ms. Jamie Alexander. But if you think, hey, man, this interview is just too short, uh, the complete unabridged interview is available at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Boys. Subscribe, support the show, support the creative that is your boy Flobito, and get to unlock the full interview with Mr. Amy Alexander. So without further ado, let's go. Welcome back to New Amsterdam, and I am being joined by someone I've seen from afar but able to work up close with, someone that has their own empire and is building every single day. I go up, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, man, how come my little mountain is as big as hers? But it doesn't matter because success is not a zero-sum game. Give it up for Ms. Jamie Alexander. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you make me sound great, giving it up for myself on that one. (laughs) I mean, let's talk about it. I I stumbled across your YouTube uh, because you told me to go check it out. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. See, you got to promote yourself, rule number one. Promote yourself, and you're doing so much, uh, which a lot of people are doing a lot, but it seems that your stuff is very focused, and you have different verticals and channels based on all of your different kind of video offerings. So first, let me know what you're working on right now and the strategy you have behind that. Yes, thank you so much for asking, and hello, everyone. (laughs) Um, So right now, I just wrapped um, doing the after show with After Buzz with Netflix, Um, and it was a Netflix number one show for a few days, and it's still up there in the top, but if you haven't seen Sweet Magnolias, we did the official after show with Netflix, and literally, it was the... 
most challenging blitz of, you know, work we've ever done. And, you know, they actually chose me to be moderator, which was such an honor and such a blessing and, you know, a huge task. You all, you know, as a moderator on Zoom with five to seven people, you really have to make sure that you're doing, you're very aware and you're guiding the conversation and that, you know, everything's really working out. Um, so, especially when you're interviewing cast, crew, you know, um, executive producers, showrunners, directors, celebrities, you know, all of these things. So we did, I would say, 16 videos in about a, 16 interviews in about a week and a half. Um, so it, <laughs> that's kind of what I just wrapped. And I actually went to the beach yesterday to rest and I'm kind of just chilling today. Um, wow. Six, you know, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we have too many questions. First of all, what does a beach day look like? Are you a, a book on the sand beach person? Do you go out there and tan? Do you make sure to get some laps in there? Like, how do you, how do you celebrate? Well, you know, I listened to my body and I could tell that I really needed grounding because of the way my feet were feeling. So grounding is where you connect your f bare feet with the actual earth like we used to when we were kids. Now when we wear shoes, we have that rubber in between and we're not really getting the benefits from the earth. So my intention was to really go there and walk the sand. And if anybody's been to Santa Monica Beach, you know they have that really, it takes a really, it's a really long walk to get to the water. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I did my walk and I walked there and my feet felt so good in the earth and I just chilled. I pulled some cards, like I have a cute little, um, like a little mystic deck and, you know, I meditated. At one point I studied Spanish. I listened to music. I took a nap. Like I really just enjoyed the peace in the water and the sand. Is there a difference between like grounding quality dirt and dirt that's not quality for grounding? Like I can't go out to my front lawn and put my feet in there. Does that count? Like how does that work? Yes, you can put your feet in your front lawn. Um, for me, I live in Koreatown and I'm not oh, putting yeah, my no feet. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not putting my feet anywhere out here. <laughs> but um, yes, you can do it in any earth that you have. So if you're happy with your backyard or front yard, whatever you got, please, I invite you to wake up in the morning, just go out there barefoot, take 10 deep breaths, go inside, have some tea, start your day. What made you decide to literally travel across town to, to, to start that part of your hosting or TV journey? I'm not even sure how big an uh, uh, impact Afterbus is to your journey, but I'm just curious. Yeah, so that's a good question. And I want to let you know, like, when I'm committed to something, I do it. And so this is the perfect opportunity to share. There was a season of Afterbuzz that I was coming into the studio from um, Laguna Whew. without a car <laughs> because I committed to do something. Like, what you do? Like, how does that work? So I would have my mom drop me. I was staying with, you know, so it's a long story, but I was staying with my mom for a season um, while I had a friend who moved here from the East Coast in my apartment and, you know, kind of gave me the break on the bills. I got to help out with my sister's wedding and just be with family. So I was down in the OC. Um, so my mom would drop me off at the train station or I would catch an Uber. Then I would take an hour and 20 minute train to Union Station. Then from Union Station, I would hop on the train to North Hollywood and then walk from the North Hollywood train station, which isn't too far to Afterbus Studio. Or if I felt lazy, I would Uber from there. Right. Then I would do my shows, stay the night at a friend's house because there's no trains that go back to Orange County after Afterbus right. at that time. And then 
I would take the train back in the morning. So um, I'm just happy to share that just because I feel like when you commit to something, you need to commit and do it. And I don't yet know the full weight of what AfterBuzz has done for me, but I know it's something that I prayed for. I know for a while it was challenging for me to like do everything and produce my own shows and do this and do that. So it created a platform and it was nice to have something that looked nice and professional that other producers were trained to help with. And I could just show up in my craft, which is the goal. Like I'm trying to move, you know, there's a season where it's like, you do everything, you're an entrepreneur, you do it, and, da, 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 da. and then there's a part where it's like, okay, just because I can get a website up doesn't mean I want to build a website. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so it gave me an opportunity to not only focus on my craft, but practice. And then, like I said, here I am, I think two, almost two and a half years later of being with AfterBuzz and being um, given the opportunity to moderate with this Netflix show. And, you know, it did. It stretched me. I learned. I grew. People were really, you know, found a lot of value in it and thought I did a great job. And that feels good to me because it just shows me I'm moving forward and learning and growing. So that's what I'm getting from it. Well, for those of you who are not familiar with AfterBuzz, I'm not sure how much of the curtain I should pull back. But uh, AfterBuzz <laughs> TV is a digital network. Uh, it's ad-supported. Um, that is... I it's, it's a weird hybrid between training school, but I don't want to say that because people who come there have talent to begin with, and like community access, which I don't want to say because people there are all over, they're world class, but it's really an environment where you can go and you can like, you know, work on the craft as hosting or pairing interviews, and I've been there for about a year myself, uh, kind of, I think November would be year number two that I was mm. there, and I was able to meet some great people, but... Sorry, not to make the whole AfterBuzz advertisement, but uh, you mentioned <laughs> before that you had a day job, which a lot of our listeners do. A lot of our listeners on New Amsterdam Radio have to get their bills paid, but they have a side hustle or they have a, a vision for taking that hustle into something with merit, something that has a message. How did you like balance the day job aspect before the virus and now that it's gone, and you talk about how it was like a lot more easier to, to, to travel, things like that, but how have you able to focus that post the, the virus breaking out? Yeah, that's a great question. So I always, I am a purpose-driven person. No matter what I have going on to pay the bills, I'm going to be creating and moving in purpose and doing something from the heart because I just, I have to. I'm too, I feel like, you know, I always tell people if God was, you know, God is the creator and we're made in his image, so we're creators too. And our our time on this earth is, um exclusive you know I'll ne I'm once Jamie Alexander is gone I was never here before and there will never be me again so I'm committed to squeezing out whatever I want to do however I want to do it sometimes I create things and just want to see if it'll work or you know all of this stuff so I'm just willing to go over time to throw things at the wall see if they stick do things I enjoy share from the heart blah 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 so when I was working my job um, I would do after buzz on first i was doing after buzz sundays mondays and i had to drop sunday because it just the traveling was too much and then i used my monday show to really focus so the monday show really gave me a chance to talk about the things that i like to talk about and then additionally i was like well let me get my youtube channel going so i was able to balance both of those things um 
from home. At first it was just going to the studio once, but then I would like use that same Monday to film something for myself, get it up on YouTube. Um, if I could do something from YouTube at work on my lunch break, I would just throw a YouTube video together if I felt inspired or, you know, so I would just use any crack and crevice of time to kind of share and create. And then every third Sunday, I was having my brunch party, chop it up Sunday's brunch. Um, but we have not been able to brunch party since then. But when I was working, um, since I love to get people together, bring people together, network, host events and things like that, not only did I do that um, once a month for myself, a Chop It Up Sunday's brunch, but I found and kind of created space to do that at my job too. Like, you know, can we have a party? Are we going to do a party? I can host this. Let's do a wine night. Let's do wine and cheese. Let's do a beer. Just throwing it out the wall because it's like I... I feel like we should always have that opportunity to do what we love to do, no matter what we're doing. But yeah. now, yeah, I got all the time in the world because, you know, I'm in between corporate situations and, you know, I did put myself in a situation enough to where I can, I have this moment. And, you know, when things open up, I'll go back to work. But right now, this is kind of the time I literally have prayed for my whole life, which was to have time and money at the same time. Because usually I had I would have time, you know, maybe not working something so corporate and ginging it, gigging it, but not having so much cash to blow or, you know, making the money and not having the time. Right. So now I'm like, you know what, I'm going to use this to just share, shine, be, create. This is a time of unfolding for me. I don't have, I didn't make some grand coronavirus plan. I was just like, I hope not, Jamie. Dang. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> wow. I wasn't like, yeah. I know you said that you try to ground yourself, but is there other ways you center yourself throughout the day? Or if you do that, it was like a, when your body tells you to center, is it a ritualistic thing? How do you get yourself in your mind, right side of mind? Yeah, well, I do as much as I can. Um, sometimes I just journal. Sometimes, you know, like, let's see, right before the pandemic started, I really got back into meditating more because I started like listening to stuff from Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I think he's absolutely, absolutely amazing because spirituality, I got on lock. I don't know everything, but spiritual, like you don't have to convince me to do that. I just, I was raised that way. I'm a woman. All of the reasons that I could be spiritual, I have that. But what Dr. Joe Dispenza does is really give you facts on how our brains work from a neurological standpoint uh, and how neuroplasticity works and how you can incorporate meditation to actually change your life. So yes, we hear meditate, meditate, meditate. Sometimes I would do it, sometimes I wouldn't, but I became more intentional about doing it as of recent. Um, I've actually been taking my own advice and saying, hey, like Jamie, we are walking in the unknown. This is an unfolding right now. I feel like I'm in a season of unfolding and I'm okay with that. And what I mean by unfolding is I have a vision of where I wanna be and I know what I love and what I desire, but at the same time, I cannot sit here and tell you I got a whole six months plan, five year plan, this is my schedule, da, da, da. I kinda released myself from that so I could be in a space of flow and, beingness because doing this is you know i'm letting the divine feminine lead a little bit more these days so sure. if i want to take a nap i take a nap if i want to <laughs> breathe you know if i want to pause a movie that i'm watching and take 10 deep breaths i do it 
Um, if I want to, you know, get on my knees and pray and not just pray on the way to the shower, like, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you. You know, if I want to sit down and just be like, Lord, thank you for my toes. Thank you for the fact that my brain works and I can speak these things to you. Thank you for my parents, my smile, my teeth, my, you know, the fact my fingers work and I'll just go in and that makes me feel good. So it just, I drink a lot of water. I eat right. I too do intermittent fasting. I work out. So I just do, um, a, an array of things that I know are good and healthy for us. And I just try to incorporate that as much as possible without being like, Oh my God, I didn't meditate today. Like that's counterproductive. Like, okay, you didn't do it today. Do it tomorrow or take a deep breath now and honor the day and be done with it. Like just releasing the pressure, but still enjoying, you know, practices as such. So you got like a menu of different things. You got to take and choose what you need for that day. Yes, a menu. I like that. that. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, you know, the thing about New Amsterdam, the idea, the concept was that uh, years ago, it used to be a stationary company. I used to sell, you know, books and pens and all that. And uh, the, 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 it kind of didn't work out the way I thought it was. But the idea right. was the same. And that is we have a city for creatives and all of us are, you know, global citizens on one level, but we're also creative citizens on another. I gotta ask you, as someone, a child of the universe, how do you keep yourself in touch with what's going on, current events? Where do you read your news? How do you get the knowledge, uh, put people on to some new sites and apps if you have any? Um, so I don't follow the news. <laughs> hey. Um, yes, I actually, it's funny because in the time I was really searching for myself, I asked you know, I'm blessed enough to have both my parents still here. They were just a text or phone call away. And I asked my dad, like, who was I? Who was I as a kid? Like, I just feel lost. <laughs> and he's like, he shared three pages. He's a journalist. My dad is, he did public affairs in the, um, in the military for 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's also a children's book author. So oh, he's written two children's books. Yeah, yeah. So my daddy. Um, <laughs> But so he wrote these three pages about me when I was three years old. And the two things that I noticed is one, I never changed. The news would be on. I'd be like, can we get the Disney Channel or something? This is not what I want to hear. Uh, <laughs> and then there was another part where he was like, you know, you were in the back of the car. You were so excited. You were pointing at this dirty old beat up car and there was just a bunch of junk in it. I didn't know what it was. But by the time he figured out what I was so excited about, it was a party hat. So <laughs> that is who I am. I'm always be kicking it and partying somewhere. Um, but as far as the news, yeah, I don't intake too much facts like that. Of course, on Twitter and Instagram, you know about some of the things that are happening. But I personally feel like... Um, you know, I was listening to a podcast, Ed Milet. So there's a resource, Ed Milet, on YouTube. He's an incredible, you know, speaker and interview and interviewer. And he had Trevor Moad on um, one of his shows. And Trevor gave the statistic that if you watch three minutes of the news, it increases your chances by 27% that by the end of the day, you'll say you had a terrible day. So the news is just not something I resonate with. I'm joy, happiness. My nickname was sunshine when I was a kid. So I try to keep it light, but I'm not, you know, but not in an ignorant way. The resources I'm tapped into are all self mastery. And what I love about where we're at as you can see now more than ever, that the news ain't the thing. If you don't have your own discernment and a sound mind and compass of your own, you're in more trouble than someone who's not watching TV at all. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
It is so much more important to know who you are, know what your values are, know what trips you up, what your triggers are, where you need help, how you maneuver, how you, what you have to offer the world, like everything self, self mastery. And that's important because you need your intuition. You need to know when to say, oh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit this job. I don't have it all figured out, but I have to leave here right now because my spirit is tugging on me. The next thing you know, it's the obedience that opens it up for divine to come in and kind of play with our reality. So I feel like in order to do that, it's just more important to know self. So um, as far as resources, when it comes to that, I love Ed Milet. He has next level insight. He's he and and I like his verbiage too because he's a total man. He's a total sports dude, <laughs> and that's not my world. But when he makes those analogies, I understand things on a different level. So I find value in his work. Um, uh, Wayne Dyer. I could just listen to that man speak nonstop. Um, jo Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's really really great. Um, of course, you know, I don't listen to TD Jakes as much as I used to, but that's a valuable resource. Again, you have to go to what you're led. Sometimes I watch one church. I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. I love Teray. Every now and then I'll check out Michael Todd. I know a lot of people like crazy about him. Um, but I, he's not too young, young, but just some, you know, I like to find that middle space, which I think is Teray and Sarah. Um, what else do I like to listen to? Um, I interviewed Dr. Barbara Wright, Meta for All. Ooh. Yeah, so she has this whole meta concept. For example, she's made um, formulas out of how to live life. Like, so for example, her formula for true happiness is I to the third power plus C minus A T O equals true happiness. So I to the third power. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to break it down. So y'all get your pens out. Please. The, the formula for true happiness is intention, integrity, and impermanence. That means your heart's in the right place. You stick by your word and you know that things are going to change. Impermanence. You embrace these things. Plus compassion. Compassion for yourself, compassion for others, compassion for things changing, compassion for things maybe not working out the way you saw it exactly, compassion for your energy, compassion for whatever, minus the attachment to outcome. Hmm. So if you can put that together, you're going to be happy. How, like, that's, that's it right there. So I like to connect with people who speak this way because... When things, th that's what I'm saying, this, this coronavirus, these times are showing us we don't have it all together, we don't know, we're not in control. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. Why can't we be excited about not being in control? I get excited because it's like, sure, being in control makes us feel comfortable, but I would much rather, you know, I, since I believe in God, I'm just going to speak to that. You can do nature, universe, whatever floats your boat, but I believe in God and he made this whole thing. So you don't think I want him to have hand in where I'm going? I need to be in tuned as opposed to in control. But I feel like we've been taught that uh, and trained to believe that we have to control everything. We want to control. Oh, I want them to think I'm nice. Well, that's not really walking in integrity. If you're not feeling some, a certain way, you should be authentic before you're trying to, you know, cater to. It's just it could get real weird. But anyway, the formula for true happiness. That's meta. Dr. Barbara Wright. Um, so these are like things that I seek out and enjoy um, to keep me 
growing and learning and yeah, the right things on my brain. I want to give a shout out to having the key to happiness be written the way that is my worst subject in school. Yeah, <laughs> is supposed to be a code. What? Yep. Math. Yep. <laughs> oh, and math was my favorite. So when I look at this, I'm like, oh my god, I totally get it. <laughs> you know, flow, flow of fact, I I passed pre-calculus just barely, but I actually it was art was my worst subject in high school. In fact, what? I was in danger of not graduating high school because I couldn't get an art credit. If you could, if you could believe that. That is so but funny. My dad's like, how? You passed pre-calculus. How? I'm just like, sorry. But I got to ask you hey. one more question. Where yes. can the world follow you, find you, discover your stuff online? Yes, I think the best and easiest, most interactive space to find me is currently on Instagram. So you can follow me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander, which is J-A-I-M-I. I, Alexander. With extra authority. <laughs> yes, because people be wanting to put all kind of letters. J-A-I-M-I. People be wanting to put all kind of letters in my name. It's just J-A-I-M-I. Um, and there, with my link in bio, you can get access to my YouTube channel, my projects with AfterBuzz. You'll see a lot of clips and pieces from interviews that I've done, my Instagram TV. So the bulk of my work is there. But then also, if you want to just go directly to YouTube, again, it's Jamie Alexander. Fantastic. Uh, thank yeah. you so much for being on the show. Hope we'll have you back soon. Yes, thank you. This was so fun. Thank you. <laughs> we'll do it again. Ah, oh, that was too much fun. Uh, Jamie Alexander is, is poised to do big things uh, if she hasn't already done those. Just Jamie is her platform, which uh, I am a member. I subscribe. Uh, you guys can follow her on social media at Jamie Alexander. That's J-A-I-M-I Alexander. Uh, say what's up. Say the show brought me here. I'm sure she would appreciate that. I uh, can't wait to see what's down the pipe. Now, what are you working on? Let me know. I really say this every week, but I really want to see what you're working on. If you need any help, if you need uh, a helping hand, an ear, or just a, an eye, which is kind of weird talking about body parts that way, but you know what I mean. If you just want another perspective on what you're working on, your projects, the thing you want to do, don't you know? Don't stop. Don't hesitate to reach out. I'll be more than willing to to what they call a skull session, getting together and to hang out something that you would like to do and how you can focus on that. And all at the same time, let me know about the show, New Am Sam Radio. You're digging it, you're loving it, things you want to change. It's an open book over here. NewAmsterdam.com is the website. And you guys can check out this episode and all the other episodes wherever you stream. We're talking iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud. I'm not sure about SoundCloud, but definitely Spreaker and Stitcher. So, I also, I have to remind myself that I got to keep plugging my stuff because I have so much stuff out there. People say I'm too modest. Uh, the Patreon, once again, patreon.com slash boys. The unabridged interview with Jamie Alexander is available there. So check it out and let me know what you think. But until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>